The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thank you so much for joining NUMA Podcast. The main text today is taken from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse number 13 to 19. These all died in faith, although they had not received the things that were promised. But they saw them from a distance, greeted them, and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return. But they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. He received the promises, and yet he was offering his one and only son, the one to whom it had been said, Your seed will be called through Isaac. He considered God to be able even to raise someone from the dead. Therefore, he received him back, figuratively speaking. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you once again for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Father, I ask for inspiration today as I speak, so that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. And Lord, I ask that your mercy will be available to us even as we face what is facing us. Lord, I pray and I thank you because I know that you are a prayer answering God. All of this, Father, I seal in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The title of this podcast is Facing What is Facing You. Facing What is facing you. Like me, some of you listening to this podcast may have had to face a bleak prospect in the past, or you may even be facing it right now, and you are afraid. The truth is that no one likes the very idea of uncertainty. At least I don't. But they are bound to come our ways. Jesus Christ said in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 33, 
I have told you all this so that you will have peace of heart and mind. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but cheer up, for I have overcome the world. What a friend we have in Jesus Christ. He knows already what is to come to us. He understands how we would feel and he knows us in and out. Praise the Lord. Praise God that Jesus Christ knows you, my brother. Praise the Lord that Jesus Christ knows you, my sister. I have preached, I have pondered a thousand times about the fact that we humans are created as free-willed moral agents with the power of choice. This simply means that we exercise this right every millisecond, voluntarily or involuntarily, conscious or unconscious. Some of these exercises have material consequence and some don't. Other decisions have clear eternal consequence. The one thing that we have absolutely no power to decide whether it happens or not is the future that we must face. This is because so long as our tidal volume of breath are sustained, we must face the future willingly or unwillingly. However, the challenge is this. Some people are afraid of facing the future because of their present circumstances and because of the negative vibes around them. The dawn of the year 2020 ushered the entire world into a state of uncertainty. The global health threatened and as a result the world economic activities greatly impacted negatively and we are having to face real prospect of economic recession. All of these chaos has undoubtedly affected our spiritual and mental well-being. But still, we must endeavor to face what is facing us. What is facing us is the future. But when does the future begin? The answer is simple. The future begins tomorrow. The child of God is privileged to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, who the scripture says is the same yesterday and today and forever. You find this in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, while we do not know tomorrow or what it holds, the fact is, we serve a living God who transcends material and immaterial time span, and we can rest in the knowledge and be energized to face whatever that is facing us. The problem we have facing what is facing us is the convenience of facing yesterday. Because it is so easy, it is also a known fact that some of us spend more time reminiscing on the past 
than the present and the future. Some appreciate the past because the past was so good for them and others detest the past because it was bad for them. This behavior is called facing yesterday. Of course, like good student, it's good to look at past question papers, but we must also consider the dynamics of things as well. In Philippians chapter 3 verse 13, for example, the Apostle Paul said, Brothers, I do not count myself to have attained, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. My brothers and my sisters, no matter what is facing us or what is in front of us today, the truth for the child of God is that the future is exciting. Why? Because Jesus Christ has it all covered and it can only get better with him on our side. Paul seems to have been captivated by such wonderful truth. That was why he was ready to face what was facing him. Listen to what he said again in Philippians chapter 2 verse 17. But I will rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God, just like your faithful service is an offering to God. And I want all of you to share that joy. Dear brothers and sisters, you have to remember that you cannot do anything about yesterday or tomorrow, but you can do something about today. And what you choose to do today will impact on what happens tomorrow. That is why you must resolve this minute to face what is facing you. Now, let us look at our key text for today. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 13 to 19 found in one of my favorite chapters of the Holy Bible which some refer to as the catalog of faith as it highlights key faithful characters in the Bible such as Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and Sarah. In verse 13 it says, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Faith is the capital needed 
for the child of God to be able to face what is facing him or her. Because as we have established earlier in this podcast, uncertainty about the future is scary. Therefore, without the element of faith, there is no chance of surviving the temporal distress that it would cause. One interesting point is the fact that there are no guarantees that you would live to see the anticipated tomorrow. Again, this is because it is God, the creator, that determines whether we live to see it or not. The good news is that it doesn't matter whether we see tomorrow or not, so long as God is in charge and that we are standing our grounds and facing what is facing us. Verse number 14 gave us the reason for the resilience of these distinguished ladies and gentlemen of the Hall of Faith. They were determined. They had their minds made up as per what their goals were. Their goals, the Bible state, was a country of their own. They were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. So, they were not disturbed by their existing surroundings. To face what is facing you and to confront the future, you must be determined, be focused and unafraid. Forget the past, do what you can do at present and let God decide your future. You must always remember that there would always be distractions along your travel paths and there would be ample opportunities to detour. And if you choose to, bet to your own detriment. That's why verse number 15 pointed out that if they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. My brothers and sisters in Christ, there are always uh, privileges, opportunities, things that will uh, distract us from the path of righteousness, from the path in which we are traveling on along with Jesus Christ. But the choice, again, is ours. Whatever we choose, whatever path we choose is ours. God is not going to pull you out of it by himself, but you have to make up your mind. Just like these folks made up their mind that they were heading to a country that God is the maker. Now, to be able to face what is facing you, you must also cultivate the right attitude outlined in the book of James chapter 4 verse 13 to 17. It reads, Now, listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this and that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. 
Brothers and sisters, Brother James is suggesting in this pastoral passage the need to build our tomorrow on the will of God who created us because we cannot do anything on our own. And as stated earlier, he alone has the future in his hands. There is absolutely nothing wrong when we make plans for tomorrow. So long as we put the plans in God's hands, especially in our volatile world, if anything, the COVID-19 pandemic has demonstrated to the world that it is in vain that we plan without God in it. The book of Psalms chapter 127 verse 1 to 2 says, Unless the Lord builds a house, the builder's work is useless. Unless the Lord protects a city, sentries do no good. It is senseless for you to walk so hard from early morning until late at night, fearing you will starve to death. For God wants his loved ones to get their proper rest. The reason the child of God must depend on God is that our self-importance can speedily turn our planning into sinful pursuit rather than God-inspired pursuit. And once we succumb to our egocentric interest, what we are apparently saying to God is that we do not care about who he is and we are okay by ourselves, whereby leaving God out of our plans but for the child of God, this is an absolutely wrong planning system. My brothers and sisters, if we truly desire to face what is facing us, we must endeavor to plug our plans into the main source and keep it there. God is our only source of sustenance. God is our mains. At peace times and in troubled times, and his grace is ever present in those circumstances. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, as I conclude this podcast, even though I do not know your spiritual or material situation today, as I speak, one thing that is clear is this, there is no better place to be than in the hands of God. His guidance is fundamental to all that you are here on this side of eternity to do. But you do have choices to make as you seek to face what is facing you right now. You either stand in arrogance before God and do things your own way or let go and let God and let him lead you step by step all the way and you will discover that facing what is facing you can be very fascinating, especially in times of uncertainty such as we have today. Trusting God for the future creates a particular curiosity that has potential to elevate your faith in Christ Jesus. My prayer today is that in facing what is facing you, you must determine not to face the future on your own. 
Learn to live one day at a time by faith in Jesus Christ, who is the author and finisher of your life. And always remember that in the midst of chaos, look for the silver lining in your horizon. The silver lining in this case is Jesus Christ. Let us pray again. Dear Lord, I thank you once more for this uh, opportunity to be able to share your heart with your people. And Lord, I pray that as many that has listened to this podcast will receive your blessings. And Father God, as many that may be going through difficulties in their lives, you intervene, O God. Father God, give our people Give us that confidence in you to be able to face what is facing us, to be able to face our tomorrow. And I thank you once more because you are God and you are still in the business of answering prayer. Lord, I seal this prayer in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God sent his son, they called him Jesus, he came to love, heal and forgive, he lived and died to for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.